Eggnog. Yay or nay? I feel like eggnog is one of those things where the first sip or bit that you have is really good, and then it's like a lot. But it's I like, like the flavor. I, I mean, I, I don't. I like the flavor. Yeah, it's like a chocolate tort. But I like to mix mine like half and half. I do like chocolate milk. That's fair. And eggnog. Sure. And then I can get away with it. I'm not a big milk. I don't drink a lot of milk. Like I, I you know, like I had friends in town, and they were like, you know, you ask them like, hey, do you have any special requests? Any, any foods you want us to get? And they're like, oh, can you get us milk? And I'm like, what? Why? Like they just drink milk straight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, why? Why do you need milk? I'm like, oh, we like to drink it. I'm like, what? Is this 1994? You know? I feel like you get away more with that in like the Midwest. But, yeah. Well, they're from San Francisco. So, trend, you know, trend uh, buckers. Oh, milk there. or just like classic. straight old, the good stuff, man. Okay. Full fat. The good stuff. Full fat. Full fat. Yeah. 4%. Four, <laughs> it's a good milk there. Welcome to the Next Boots from Start to Finish podcast. I am Shiler Mao, your host. I'm joined here today by Nick Jarrett. Nick Jarrett, uh, coming in off the road, uh, selling things and responding to people on Reddit and Instagram and Facebook and, and all sorts of things. Uh, Nick is our community coordinator, and uh, we really appreciate having you in today, buddy. How's how are things? How are things going? Uh, good. And just so everyone can find me, like um, Big Stetson on Reddit, if you need any help with your boots and things of that nature. Yep. 100%. So, um, but things are going good. Um, a lot of changes here at Nick's. Uh, end of the year, always stressful. Um, I guess just going into like brandle things. Like, do you want to talk about that a little bit on here? The yeah, letter? just some of the stuff that's been going on. So, um, the brandle second run will be launching here shortly. Uh, looks like. Well, not that. I guess second second week of January is think is what we're looking at, and so excited about that. Uh, this next shell color will be color eight instead of the bourbon. The bourbon all sold out, which was awesome. Um, and so we will be going with the classic, the the color eight yeah. bourbon, or I'm sorry, burgundy um, <laughs> that everybody asks for and loves. And um, I actually have some color eight um, in some Aldens actually, so I'm kind of curious how these how these stack up and, and look. Um, I'm sure they'll be much, much more beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful looking leather. I do think it's interesting. There's a, there's a shout out to the store, Brick, Brick and Mortar in Seattle. Um, they only sell Aldens. Um, I tried to get them to sell Brandles, but they were like, eh, Alden will be like mad. So I was like, okay, fine. Um, you're lost. And then promptly bought some very expensive boots. And um, <laughs> they only really have color eight, like in the vast majority of their sizes. So that tells me it's obviously a very it is popular the best shell. size. I think people like desire that the most. Really? Out of all the shell colors. I don't know. I was looking to change it up, you know, because I, I have some already. But. Yeah. So now I have two color aids. Who does that? I think, well, there are other better colors out there. It's just like that's like the classic that everyone tends to tends to go to. Yeah. Well, those, that True Balance last, it does. Um, I, I noticed the brandles do fit similarly to that. So anyone who's got some some Alden experience looking to kind of step up their game, um, we welcome you to uh, join us and get on the waiting list and experience experience the approach here, um, which I think is pretty great. 
Um, yeah, so we're hoping that gets here in mid-January. Um, also, we do still have a kind of a minor sale going on this this month. We've got uh, discounts on uh, our ready-to-ship uh, inventory as we're trying to kind of clear that out before the end of the year. Um, and then we are still uh, running the Amazon Pay promo, which was surprisingly controversial. And I'm like, we're just supporting local businesses here, okay? Amazon's just down the road. Um, no? What? I don't know if I'd call Amazon a local business. It is very much local. It's in the same state. Yeah, it's it's like it's like ten minutes away from here. Well, the one of the warehouses is. Yeah. And the headquarters are right there, you know, it's a four four hour drive away. Okay. Okay. It's a good old mom and pop shop. Well if you you go You know what? You gotta support your local economy. And so anyway, they're also paying us to do it, which is which is nice. So they're covering the uh, the discount. And I think that's a very interesting approach. It's the first time we've done this. We'll kind of see how it goes. Um, but you know what? It's like kind of nice to not have to pay for it yourself. So um, we're taking the shot. But yeah, get a free belt with a boot um, and get you know Jeff Bezos to pay for it. Also, RTS. Um, I don't think people realize this, but like Factory Seconds has got some like really killer stuff in there. If you take the time to actually look mm. in Factory Seconds. Yep. Especially some of the stuff that got like rebuilt or was just like customer didn't want it or something happened with it. Um, yeah, there's like a lot of killer finds in there. That's a good. That's uh, especially a good if you're point. looking to just enter the PNW boot world, um, this is like maybe your first, you know, purchase. Um, Factory seconds might be worth a shot. I love that. I love that. Um, so you know, we'll we'll take a little break from self promoting here. Uh, Nick, any cool things you're seeing out there um, as you, you know crawl belly crawl across the socials uh um <laughs> dun, i've definitely gotten fire. i've gotten to meet some some interesting people through crawling through social media and just like you know trying to promote the product through like certain um avenues that have like a larger reach than than maybe we do a lot of people asking for some crazy configurations on boots um stuff that like i don't think they realize like some people ask for things and i'm like I don't think you realize it's going to look like pretty terrible when it's made <laughs> um, because like, like, oh, I want to try tone boot and I want all some hooks to be this color and some eyes to be this color. And I'm like, that sounds fun. That like sounds like a very whimsical world of like, a, well, I'm, I'm always kid, like, can but, I put somebody else's logo on it? Because I don't know if I want to have that uh, associated with us. Yeah. <laughs> At that point. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's funny, we do have a. um I don't know if you call him an influencer, but he's a power user, maybe. Um, and he, we're going to do this. And he's asked for a boot made with every panel a different leather. But the reason we're doing it is to show the wear of each leather type in as close as we can get to like a uniform, you know, wear experience without, of course, like investing and testing or something like that and having like a UV light over them. But um, from a testing standpoint, I love that. That'll be interesting. But like you have to know, like the boot itself is going to look horrible, but uh, it it's will not be gonna look good. Yeah. hundred percent. It's not going to look good <laughs> for, for testing purposes. But you will like know fantastic. side by side, you know what black CXL looks like next to 64 tan versus uh, predator orange. And I think uh, probably, Probably walnut, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. There's still some to this day where I have to like really look at a photo for like three minutes before I decide 
is that double stuffed or is that latigo? And it takes me a minute because <laughs> sometimes it's difficult to tell unless you're actually like pulling up the leather. Um, but when, when you're pulling something up, like you can pretty yeah. easily tell the difference. Yep. No, I would agree. Um, yeah. So any, any other, uh, interesting leather combinations going on? Um, I am interested to see the darker blue. Uh, do we have a name for that? Am I, is it okay that I say that here? No. What? The darker blue. Oh, the cobalt? The cobalt. You mean the double stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cobalt, Sorry. Is that okay that I say that here? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. I've talked about it. Yeah, we've got um, a sample. I don't know if it's dark enough, but we'll see. I've talked about it before. And then we've got the, we did a magento double stuff, uh, magenta double stuffed, and that's basically red. It's like cherry red. And so I think that's going to be a lot, but we'll see. Um, I just like the idea of more like T-core black stuff that will turn like a little bit blue over time or you'll see creases of blue. Yeah. Yeah. The wicket, the dye on the wicket, especially the double stuffs is quite a bit deeper than it is on like a CXL. And so it does kind of, I guess it can be T-core, but it would need like a good amount of abuse to really have that kind of come through. Not abuse, a good amount of love. And use, used usefulness um, oh, also to come slate. through. That is such an interesting one because I've seen a couple photos now of boots after like two months of wear. I'm sure you've seen them too, but they are oh, like, brown. they look like brown Chrome XL. Yeah, it's interesting. And it is so bizarre because it start, starts off as this like gray, like dark black gray, like mix, like yes. distressed color. And then you, know, you can look brown Chrome XL. Now, you it's can so weird. see a little bit of that in... It's not nearly as dramatic, but you can see a little bit of that in the gray um, cypress. Or sorry, no, the predator steel. Um, it's still definitely gray, and it looks gray on the foot. But when you put it under like the high like light box lights, you can definitely see some of the brown coming through. Which to me, I mean, is that just decor? You know, I don't know, right? Because decor is sort of brown. Um, you know, a light brown, a natural brown, but it is kind of brown anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was kind of an interesting experience because like the person who got that loved it. But there was like one person that was like, well, I don't know if I really like it aging into a completely different color than the one that I initially expected. And I was like, that's fair. But that's sort of the, I don't know, some of the, the DS, the double stuff is is still kind of an experiment, especially in some of these other colors. And so um, I don't think you'll see that with, with a non-gray just because the gray is not as strong of a color maybe. So yeah, I thought that was, I thought it was really cool. Okay, we've got, uh, we're adding limited run options to all configurations that happened this week. Um, and we do have some more Thurman options that'll be coming. You'll see more Thurman like pull-ons um, and making those available. Um, we are kind of working through our configurable product issue and trying to find the right extension. It's We have the capability, but it, because of the number of combinations we have, it's frankly unworkable. It's possible from a labor standpoint, but it really slows down our back end to have that many child products, um, which is super annoying. Can you explain child products to just for the people that might not? Sure, sure. Good point. Good point. So you have your parent product, like that's the Builder Pro, but then your child product is literally every variant um, that could be created. And in some cases, it's like tens and tens of thousands of products. Um, You know, if you think about there's like nine options and some of them have seven each. You just multiply each option by, you know, one another. You get some really big numbers. So that's that's annoying, um, but it's kind of a side effect of having as much flexibility as we do with the with the products. Um, so we'll be 
we'll be finding some alternative solutions to that right now. We do have it kind of like caged off, you know, in the big and tall section. And um, we're, we're trying basically a more segregated approach with those, with those options. Um, so please bear with us. Oh, so some interesting things we talked about it that'll be coming for next year. Um, so I posted a pic of the, uh, that's Nate's, Nate, our cutter. Um, he's actually been on here. Um, that those are his pair of uh, predator steels um, that were on Reddit yesterday. Did people really liked it? We're going to start tracking employee boots and wear over time to really share with customers what these leathers will actually look like after, you know, six months or so of, of pretty strenuous wear. A lot of these guys wear them all day. They're standing, they're walking around, they're knocking them into things, you know, in the shop and um, in the factory. So um, I think that'll be cool. We tried that. We also did that a little bit with the Italian Brown Cypress with Luke. Um, and I believe we did that with a pair of black waxed flesh. Anyway, so um, we're trying to do that more and kind of give give customers an idea of, of what these will end up looking like. And yeah, the the slate would have been an interesting one to have started that with, uh, for sure. Can I ask, do you have a favorite contraband boot? Something that we don't actually sell on the site, but somebody here happened to get their hands on it or make it. You can say LL, LL642. That's well, a great we, answer. we sold that, though. Yeah, we did sell that eventually. We had to. It was like free people, PR. People liked it too much. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't but know. I've seen some wild combinations around. I here. tend to not like them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's annoying, right? It's like I get it. It's their purview. You know, as employees, it's their right for from working here. So employees get a free boot a year. And they can kind of make them however they want. But then I always get like sometimes they share them and then people are like, Why can't I buy that? And I'm like, Well, come bottom soles for eight hours a day and you can, you can have this. Yeah. But, um, it's, it can be a little confusing to people, but, um, no, it's fine. Some, and sometimes they're just, they're just very strange. You know, I've seen some like three tone boots. Those have come through. Yeah. We, so years ago we did sell those. Like they're ugly though. Really. Keith had some black and blue boots, like a rough out blue. Oh yeah. (laughs) I've, I've seen those before. Um, There have been some just very interesting combinations. And I sometimes the people buy them for like kind of special occasions, like going to festivals or concerts or something like that. And they want to stand out. And so that's why they they make those loud combinations. Usually people who've been here for more than a few years. So they've kind of they have the luxury of of try but getting a pair of boots that they'll only wear like a couple weekends a year. But um you know, other times I don't know. Alder has a very interesting I don't love it, but it's a very interesting bison. Um, it's got like smooth and rough out. Um, I thought you were going to say it's Oxford. The Oxford. That, you that's put that what I mean. Oh, that was a bison. Well, are you talking about the wingtip thing? I so he's got a low so. cut. Yeah, he's got a low cut now yeah. that he 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 made with some bison. That's that's interesting. I um, he, yeah, I remember we posted that on Reddit. Yeah, um, just like asking for, for feedback on that one. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think about it a little bit more. But, um, yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah. When you mentioned, like, bottoming boots, too, like, one thing I do want to discuss while we're here, um, I do get, like, a lot of questions about, like, 430 or V-bar soles, like, which one is better for my line of work. Um, One thing to note is the V-bar is, like, 
it is denser overall than the 430. And mm. I, I think a lot of people don't realize that. 430 has like a little bit more traction um, below. There's not like a huge difference on ice, in my opinion. Um, 430 is a little bit better. Um, but the V-bar is going to be much denser. Like if you're wanting something that lasts you longer, but you don't want to go with that lug sole, V-bar is probably a great option for you. That's a good point. I've had a V-bar. Um, it definitely, I definitely wore through the traction on it, but that was over like eight years or so of pretty heavy use. Yeah. Um, and then I got them, you know, resold obviously, but, um, I had a pair of Roberts with the V-bar. Um, it's great sole. Yeah. It lasted a really long time. And if you're doing uh, work boots, don't don't get a leather sole. Just just don't get a leather sole. Yeah, but you have um, you have a beautiful British tan packer with a leather sole. I got them resold to a V bar sole actually. Oh. So they have a V bar sole on them now because um, the leather sole like beautiful beautiful boots, um, but it should not be used in the production floor every day. <laughs> That's that was my problem. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, no. So another thing we'll be doing next year um, with all these unique combinations coming through, um, we are going to be offering hopefully each month. I'm kind of assuming we can find um, enough enough examples that are appealing. But each month we'll be offering these kind of special makeups as uh, sellable sellable configurations that you probably would not definitely be able to get through our normal, um, through our normal website. Um, so it's one, one way that we're kind of commemorating the 60th year that we'll be a hill been in business. Um, you know, 1964 is where we started. We'll have some other things to kind of celebrate that, but, but that's one thing that we'll be doing. So kind of look forward to seeing how people react to that. Um, definitely have some very cool builds, you know, like if you were a boot maker and you got a free boot and you could do whatever you wanted, what would you make? And oftentimes the results are, are great. Um, they're not all blue and black and, you know, red and green. So, um, we'll be sharing that each month and I think that'll be a really, a really cool thing for people to see and, um, hopefully buy. Oh, should you condition your oil or oil your leather laces? I don't think so. Don't do it. Don't do it. I think they'll break prematurely. I think if you get them in water too much, yeah, they'll break prematurely. So people are like, oh, well I have to, you know, condition them so they don't get dry. I'm like, no, that's, it's. Causes them to snap a lot of times. Causes them to become more malleable. Uh, what gets a stamp versus what gets a tag? Um, Heritage Boots gets a tag. Work Boots get a stamp. I know that there are examples out there of vice versa. Some of those are old because we this is a relatively new policy. It's probably only a couple of years old. And also, I feel we have bent the rules for, or not the, whatever. We have accommodated some people who wanted a stamp on their Heritage Boot or vice versa. So... Yeah, apologies for any confusion there. So holiday traditions. What do you do, Shyler? What do you? What, is, what does the fam do? Do you guys cook a certain meal? Do you guys like, um, watch a certain movie? No. Um, so my wife and I host um, our her family who live here in Spokane um, for Christmas Eve, and then we go to my mother in law's house for Christmas Day. Um, Christmas Day is pretty traditional. It's you know, usually a prime rib or something like that, a roast beef. Um, but for Christmas Eve, we try and mix it up. And so, A, I don't want to make a prime rib and show off, show up my mother-in-law. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, maybe I would. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't. But, like, why have a competition? Well, does she do a bad job? No, she does a great job. Okay, well, then don't make it. But I'm just saying, like, why would you, like, have a competition? 
Um, so I make kind of untraditional Christmas meals. So like one year I did, I'm kind of into cooking. So I made a very elaborate like Chinese meal where we did dumplings. I made um, mushy pork with like those homemade pancakes, which were shockingly difficult to make, but I made them. And then like a bunch of hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that that were kind of, you know, in that, in that vein. Um, but the mushy pork was incredible. I've done like Italian. So I'll make like, so what I love to do and I've been doing it, I've done it twice. So I can't really do it for a while is make lasagna, homemade lasagna. Cause you just pop that in the oven, man mm-hmm. comes out. It's the king of casseroles. Everybody loves it. And then of course you can do other, you know, kind of Italian hors d'oeuvres and sides, bruschetta, et cetera. Um, and then this year, I think, oh, oh, we're doing like seafood. Yes. So I got some crab cakes. Um, we'll do some crab stuffed mushrooms. Still undecided how exactly if we'll do. God, it's coming up fast. I need to figure this out. Um, so it I, like I have you're all the raw materials. Another elaborate meal then. It'll be another elaborate meal. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then we go over to to her, my wife's parents' house and watch little kids open presents, you know, and. Have some, have some food. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I haven't done the little kids open presents in a couple of years now, just because. I mean, it's been like just my wife and I, but we like we do like to plan our meals. Like charcuterie board, it's going to be a big ordeal every year. Uh, we go big with the charcuterie board. Nice. Uh, and then this year we're doing a duck, so I'm excited. Oh, for that. how are you? How are you cooking um, it? I think I'm just doing. So Nick was a former. You were a, you were a chef, right? I was chef, like sous chef or line cook yep. um, for a couple different places. Yep. Um, I don't dabble in it nearly as much now <laughs> just because I don't, I don't, I'm not forced to do it anymore for a living. Um, but I think I'm going to score the duck and do it in the oven and then we'll do some like root vegetables with it. Okay. So do you like, how do you, how would you season it? I don't know yet. So that's okay. what I'm going to figure out here. So I'm de- it's definitely going to be filled with like, uh, shallots, thyme, like sage, probably. Nice aromatics, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but as far as like, I don't think I'll, like a, I'll do like a rub or anything like that. I think it'll probably just be filled and I'll probably brine it for a couple of days beforehand. I love it. I'm a big fan of a brine. Yeah. I did Thanksgiving and I brined. Uh, you know, a technique I like to do is so you get the frozen. I got it. I had the biggest turkey I've ever had. It was 22 pounder. We had like 18 people. It was still way too much. Um, and, and the side note, I got 70 cups of broth out of that thing afterwards because I take all the the carcass and I make I have a giant stock do you have pot. a big chest freezer yes you can, okay good 100% so, so you can at least put this in there but okay. um, no I brined it so like I'll buy it frozen and then I will put it in the brine frozen and use the water to defrost it and I have a fortunately a place I can put it I can put it in a fridge right so it can keep the temperature good um, and uh, that like actually shortens the, the defrost time quite dramatically and I still get a good brine in there. I'll do it for about three, three days, three and a half days. It's a good looking patina on there then after the three days. What are you talking about? It looks great. It looks beautiful. It's in ice cold water. Just giving you a hard time. Okay. Well, it looks great. No, the roast in Turkey turned out great. I smoked some and I like, it got a little dry, which was, I don't That's know. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the oven is really it's hard to screw it up, you know? Yeah. Keeps all the moisture in there and, um, or more anyway. 
Yeah, we didn't we didn't decide to do anything. I think it's too late now, but like last year we did the whole get up and I, I dressed up as Santa and everybody came here and we read like a Christmas story yeah, that somebody they, made here. Th- these guys do their own. So yeah. we do we'll do a company holiday thing on Friday. When is that tomorrow? No. No, we're not actually we're, doing anything this year. Anything we didn't plan this anything this year. Rebecca told me she did. But she also has COVID and well, it's not here. So there it you sounds go. like I was not yeah. invited to this. That's possible. Yeah, it's probably possible. <laughs> and you live with her, so that would be weird. And that's well, that's, that's going to cause some tension in the household. That's harsh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> um, Thank you. I really want to have another weenie roast out in the parking lot. Will you tell us more about that? Uh, yes, yes, I will. Thank you for asking, Shyler. Um, so it's you know somebody puts down the tailgate of their truck. You get out like a little propane stove or whatever you got. You throw it in the back of the truck. You got your weenies. Um, you got your buns. You got everybody there. Everybody's. Um, Can you share the poster you made for this, Kelsey, alongside this? That would be great. Uh, but I would love to do another one because it was such a wholesome experience. And I learned that uh, curry powder on a hot dog with ketchup, fantastic. Mm. Tribe does it. And okay. it's so good. That sounds good. I, I just blew my mind because like, how make, is curry I'm, powder? I'm on super hot hungry dog? right now, so yeah, let's, I'm like, you know, a Costco hot dog would hit the spot. Yeah, oh my god, and I, I just got the Costco card, so you I can did. go down to the one. I'll you go did. To the one in uh, Yakima or something. Nick's provides Costco cards to yes, all of its employees. That's true. Yes. Very good benefits it, here. Because Nick's is a great employer. Uh, yes, we can have we can go get dogs now for yep. like a dollar fifty. I yep. think. Yep. God, it's so cheap. Such a great deal. Crazy cheap. Um. I think that covers it. Kelsey has a question about any fun holiday work stories. And I think that's a great story is when Nick did a weenie roast in the parking lot. That was I, great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. That was, that was pretty solid. That was pretty solid. Um, all right. Thanks guys for listening. I really appreciate you being here. Um, it's always a privilege uh, for Shyler Mao and Nick Jarrett and Kelsey lures back signing off. Signing off. See you next week. Bye. Well, most people don't realize this. Like, 2% is not like 2% of the fat in normal milk. It's half. So full fat milk is like 4%. It's true. I don't, facts, I don't know right? if you knew that. Milk no, facts. I, I, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. So.